Hey everybody, welcome to the Own Your Time podcast. Today is going to be a little bit different. I just want to talk a little bit about mindset. I know this is predominantly about financial literacy and, and becoming financially independent, owning your time, etc. But I don't think you can do any of that without the discipline and the mindset to take action on a consistent basis. Because really getting to that point of uh, monetary success has nothing to do with, um, well, it has a lot to do with the understanding of money, but it doesn't have everything to do with that. It definitely has a lot to do with how you can control your mind and make yourself do hard things that don't necessarily give you the dopamine immediately. They're more long-term plays or delayed gratification, so to speak. So I want to talk a lot about how discipline and dopamine kind of go hand in hand. I've found just from research and also from a lot of failure in my own life, where if I start to engage in activities that give me a lot of dopamine in a quick way, if that's video games, you know, you're not putting that much effort in, you're sitting in a chair and you're moving your thumbs, but your brain is absolutely going crazy with dopamine. And doing activities like that starts to make the longer term activities that you actually need to be doing, like working on your business or recording podcasts or posting on social media or having investor meetings or learning more or reading, those things become very unappealing to your brain um, because you have to realize your brain is just a tool. It doesn't necessarily have your best interest in mind. That's why procrastination exists. That's why it's so hard to do the things that we need to do. Because you'd think, right, if your brain was on your team or it had some sort of personality or understanding of what you wanted, right, it would just make you do the things that you needed to do. Everybody here who's listening to this podcast wants to be very successful. And almost, I'd say, every human on the planet wants to be very successful. But the thing is, very few people are. And that's because it's really, really, really hard to take action and do the things that we know we need to do. I mean, the reason for that is not because you're a bad person. It's because your brain literally does everything it does because it feels good. It releases dopamine. That's the whole reason why we do anything. So if you start telling your brain like, hey, you can get a lot of this dopamine thing from sitting in a chair and moving your thumbs and playing video games, or if that's overeating or eating ice cream, things like that, your brain's going to be like, well, why the heck would I do all this like 10 year delay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why would I, why would I trade in this immediate huge rush of dopamine and pleasure for you know, none for the next five to 10 years, and then a massive amount when your life is the way that you want it to be, right? Because the way dopamine works is it's trying to be as efficient as possible. What's the least amount of effort I can put in to get the most amount of dopamine out? That's all your brain thinks. Your brain's trying to keep you alive. It's not here to um, make you realize your dreams and goals. We can program it to do that, but if you're playing video games and you're doing things that are really high dopamine activities, you're going to have a really hard time programming your brain to do the long-term delayed gratification. So the way that you get discipline is that you have to start in steps. It's a stair step to discipline because as one thing falls, the whole thing falls. So if you put all these disciplines and you make all these promises to yourself, let's say you've never woken up early in your life and you haven't been that disciplined of a person. You've been, um, as other people would call you lazy, let's say. If you start out day one, waking up at 4.30, not eating a single uh, gram of sugar and going on a 10 mile run and then going to the gym after working out twice. Like if you stack all these things too high at the beginning, then you're never gonna be successful because as soon as you slack on one of those things, the undisciplined starts to creep into your mind and you start to let it all slowly slip over about a couple days to a week's time. And then you look up and you absolutely have no discipline. You're sleeping in, you're eating uh, ice cream again, and you're not working out at all. So my recommendation would be to start extremely small. And the first thing I would start with would be waking up one hour earlier than you normally do. So if you wake up at seven, just start waking up at six and do that for a week and pat yourself on the back, give yourself some sort of a reward. The reward can't be counterintuitive. So, I mean, it can't be against what you're trying to do. So if your whole purpose is to start programming your brain for long-term um, 
to be long-term dopamine oriented. So you want delayed gratification. That's what you're trying to program your brain to want. Well, if you wake up an hour earlier, then your reward is to play video games for an extra hour. Well, then you've completely defeated the purpose. Your reward has to be in line with what you're trying to accomplish. So you know, for me, my reward is as small as I get to go on a walk or I'll take an hour off of, you know, my business and I'll just read a good book. And I think that reading for fiction is a great way to reward yourself in the process of reading and making your brain like reading more. Because if I read, you know, how to save more on taxes or some sort of a business real estate book, that's a lot of above the shoulders, numerical thing, and that's not going to be super rewarding for me. And there's no real way for me to see that as a reward almost. So I'll read like a fiction book. I'll read a Harry Potter and I'll, you know, go into that world and I'll get a lot of dopamine from that. And that'll be my reward for, for my discipline. So you have to start small and then your rewards have to be in line with your ultimate goal. Your ultimate goal is to program your brain to want these little hits of dopamine over time that lead to a bigger one. If you're giving it all the dopamine in one go, you're pretty much screwed. You're not going to really be able to delay that gratification because why would you, right? Your brain knows where you can get a lot of it quickly and you do it on a consistent basis. It just starts to make you not motivated to do anything else. And it's not even your fault, right? You're not a bad person. You're not lazy. Your brain's just programmed in a certain way. It expects something else. It has a certain expectation or baseline. So we, we as humans get used to things. And a lot of you will know this if you've ever bought a nicer car than the one that you had maybe when you were 16, your first car. When you first got that car, you were very excited. You were 16, so you didn't really care what you were driving. Uh, for me, it was a really beat up Ford F-150. The brakes didn't work too well. I had e-brake at stop signs. And I loved that car. I didn't have any issue with it. But now that I have a different car, a newer car, I now would never be able to go back and drive that Ford F-150, even though at the time it, it was you know, it was perfect for me because that was where my ceiling was at. That's where my level of it, it was. So it's the same thing with video games, right? If you are playing video games 24 hours a day or not maybe 24 hours, but at least if you're playing them at all, then your brain's baseline of dopamine is so very high that when you go and try to do activities like reading that have very low dopamine expenditure, then you're going to be like, well, why would I even do that? It doesn't even make sense for you. It's beneath your baseline and you really have a really difficult time doing things like that. But then you end up beating yourself up because you feel bad that you can't read. Oh, why can't I sit down and read? Well, it's not necessarily your fault, right? It's because your brain is programmed in a really shitty way for your success. And you just have to start to detox from that and back away from the dopamine, back away from those activities that give you the short burst. And then you'll be able to move into a space where reading becomes actually pretty fun because your baseline is so low that even reading is above that baseline. And you're like pretty jazzed up to read and your perception on activities just changes, right? Because now you're only used to very little dopamine. So any activity is now exhilarating. And you may think, oh, I'm, it, reading's always going to be boring. Well, not really. If you can lower your baseline, then reading becomes one of the funnest things you do. Like for me, reading is one of the best activities I do on a daily basis because all I do is pretty low dopamine activities. And same with eating food. This is a huge part of a diet, right? A lot of people give themselves cheap meals on the weekends or something like that. And for me, that just completely destroys the diet long-term or at least in my personal experience, when I've eaten bland and boring foods during the week, and then I reward myself with some sort of, you know, ice cream on the weekend or something, then I'm now used to that ice cream. And the next week is brutal because I remember, my brain remembers what that ice cream felt like chemically. And then now I'm eating broccoli during the week. And that's ridiculous. My brain's like, why are we eating this stuff? We just had something a couple days ago that was awesome. Can we bring that back into the fold? And then your brain starts to crave that thing. And over a couple months, you might be able to willpower it for a little bit, but it's not sustainable. So for me, I've lowered my level of food pleasure so much that now I really enjoy, you know, boring, bland food that other people would say is really, um, gross. And some people may say that, okay, are you not getting any pleasure out of life? 
Well, no, that's not true, right? Because my baseline's lower. So I am getting pleasure. I'm getting a proportional amount of pleasure to someone who's eating ice cream every day, right? Because it's above my baseline, a certain amount. And the thing is now my life is more joyous long-term because I'm hitting my fitness goals. I'm hitting my business goals, hitting my financial goals. And I'm still feeling a lot of pleasure because my pleasure baseline is very low. So that is the whole thing about discipline is it takes a little bit of an adjustment period where low dopamine activities are going to feel like low dopamine activities. But once you get used to not doing things that are overly pleasurable, then those low dopamine activities become very pleasurable, proportional to the amount of pleasure you used to get from high dopamine activities like video games or eating junk food or several other things that people do nowadays. The internet's kind of opened the window to a lot of high dopamine activities that you don't really have to work very hard for. And the biggest thing in my life has been going through that that adjustment period of being an extremely boring guy, right? But the thing is now I have a lot of fun. I don't, it's not that I'm not having fun. It's not that this lifestyle is going to make your life miserable, right? It's now your perception on pleasure is so changed that you're having a lot of pleasure in your perception and your in your own way. So don't think that this whole like monk mode aspect of life is going to make you very miserable. It actually makes you very fulfilled because the things that really make your life whole and meaningful are those long-term things that you're moving towards, the vision for your future. That's what really makes you happy and fulfilled. Playing video games on a Saturday night might make you happy for a day, but in the long term, it's not going to make you any happier. It actually, for me, made me a little bit sad on a Monday morning, realizing that I'd spent most of my weekend looked up and seen where I was and my weekend flew by and I really didn't appreciate it. And then I just felt not motivated on Monday morning to do the things that I know I needed to do for my life. And that's way more fulfilling is to do the things that you actually need to be doing. So again, I want people to switch this mindset of like, oh, living like that is going to be boring. It's going to make me upset. That's no way to live. I need this pleasure. Don't you want to enjoy life? The thing is, you're not enjoying life by eating ice cream and playing video games constantly and, and, you know, stoking your brain with dopamine. All you're doing is confusing yourself and you're making it to where you can't actually do the things that you need to do that bring actual fulfillment, like building a business, like um, pursuing your passion, or even like being a really good husband, son, father, whatever it is, because you have to be in a relationship and these small things are boring. They don't really uh, give you that much dopamine, right? To listen to your partner or listen to your parents or listen to your kid. And that's not necessarily a pleasurable activity, especially if you know you can pull out your phone and play Angry Birds and get quite a bit of pleasure. You'd much rather do that. So you probably leave the room. You don't listen to them. You're not there at the time that they need you and your relationships start to crumble. And I know that that's an extreme example, but that's just an example of the things that can happen, right? You'd much rather have a stable, healthy, happy relationship with the people around you than you would play Angry Birds, right? So the argument of, oh, you're not having any fun. You're boring. Your life's not that pleasurable. You need this joy in your life. You don't, right? You don't need this short-term joy in your life. You'd much rather have long-term fulfillment and joy, right? The idea, the real pleasure in life comes from the fact that you know that you're proud of the person you see in the mirror. You're proud of the progress you're making. You're happy with the way that your life looks. And you're glad that you're doing the things that you do. You have pride in the person that you are. That's where happiness comes from, in my opinion. In my opinion, happiness comes from setting a promise with yourself on a Monday, and then on Friday, looking back and saying, man, I, I really nailed that. I did everything I was supposed to do. And uh, I'm proud of myself. I'm glad that when I say I'm going to do something, I actually can make myself do it. I get a massive amount of fulfillment from that. And I also get a massive amount of fulfillment from looking back three months in the future and seeing all of the promises that I kept to myself and how far I've come and the person that I've grown to be. And then I know, okay, three months from now, I'm going to be even better. And that's, that's what real happiness is. It's not playing video games. It's not eating food that you, that doesn't serve you in the long term. Life is about moving towards your goals and having discipline and being able to do the things that you tell yourself you're going to do so that you can be proud of the person that you are because life is about moving towards 
things, right? Our brain is a servo mechanism. It seeks out pleasure. And if we can change our paradigm of pleasure in our mind, then we can have a lot of fulfillment in life. So I hope that this kind of changes some people's paradigm or perception on pleasure and what fun is and what being happy is and what real enjoyment is. Because I think that we have a lot of things wrong in that perception. And it all comes from this factor that your brain's uh, seeking dopamine. So when you tell it that you don't want to do these things uh, like video games, then your brain says, well, we need this pleasure, man. What do you want to make our life boring? Well, no, your brain just doesn't understand that it can be recalibrated and that lower dopamine activities can become very fun to you. And that's kind of like the hack of your brain where if you can recalibrate your dopamine level or threshold, then you can change the things that you wanna do and you can change your productivity, you can change your life, you can change your perception of yourself. And that's what it's all about, guys. So I hope that this video helps. And uh, if you guys like this kind of thing where we just talk about mindset, we don't necessarily talk about the financial aspect of things, um, just let me know because I'd love to do more videos like this. I think that um, it's definitely a good thing to learn. Uh, definitely a thing that I enjoy talking about. So if you guys like the video, please let me know. And uh, this has been the Own Your Time podcast.